Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the weekend, and welcome to the E-Style Classic Countdown. I am the E-Style, here with you, rocking this weekend 77 for you. We have a brand new number one. Uh, we actually make history with this week's countdown because... Um, so far in 77, according to the research here, three artists in the countdown, three artists, period, were able to hit number one twice so far in 77, and all three are in the top ten uh, with their second songs to do that. And we'll go through them all here uh, momentarily. My main one of my main men comes in at number one. Um, the guy at number one just before him actually celebrates a birthday today, so we'll skip. We'll get to the happy style birthdays, and we will skip this guy and talk about it uh, when we get to his uh, song, his former number one, last week's number one. You actually don't hear from this guy anymore. Um, I'm sure he's still breathing because, you know, it would have said so otherwise. Um, 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 the number one album. Hey, it's 77. You do the math. If you've been listening to me for a while, then you know what band dominated 77 pretty much, especially... With and people think of Hotel California, you know, the great album there, but this album that we'll talk about here in a moment with a future number one in the top ten, huge. Well, both of them are huge, and both of them represent 77 very well, as does the guy's album at number one. Um, also, one of, one of my all time favorites, but we'll talk about that all here momentarily. Um, any current music news? Uh, we got a couple of passings to um, mention, and a few guys that have a birthday today. Uh, one of them, as I said, will save for because uh, he's in the top 10, too. I think that's only happened one other time since I've been doing this. It's rare, but it does happen. Um, I don't think anyone's ever been number one and celebrated their birthday at the same time period. And if you want to be technical, this guy missed it by um, just a few days, you know, if you want to be technical about it. So, you know, just that close. Um, anything to talk about music-wise? No, I can't think of nothing. So, um, we, as I said, have a couple of goodbyes here. Uh, Vangelis, the Chariots of Fire, um, composer and arranger and, uh, producer, probably as well, uh, had passed away. Um, we just talked about Chariots of Fire a couple of weeks ago, I believe. Um, it was on its way to number one. And, um... Van Gillis. Uh, he was known for other things also. Um, I believe he composed the score to Blade Runner in addition to other 
movies, but Chariots of Fire, of course, was um, uh, the big one. I believe his only hit record as well, even though he had done some work with um, John Anderson from Yes at that time. Um, Anderson now on his own. And I think Anderson had some uh, nice words in tribute to Vangelis um, after his passing. I'll have to look him up. But uh, that was cool of him for doing that. Um, also, a name you may not know as well, but back in um, 85, 86, there was a guy named Bernard Wright. Um, another singer, composer, musician, and a bass player, if I remember right. On, um, and I think his biggest hit was a song, an R&B song called Who Do You Love? I, I can still see the, the video because my mom liked the song in the video. I thought it was a little annoying, but it got, it's another one of those that got played so much on uh, BET, especially. Uh, the song Who Do You Love, uh, not the old uh, blues classic, um, mostly known by... Um, Thorogood for covering. I think Bo Diddley did that first. Not that Who Do You Love. It was another one. Um, and Bernard sung, wrote, and composed that as well. We, well, we lost him uh, just the other day. A horrible, horrible uh, incident from what I gathered. Um, he was in Dallas. Um, probably about to do a gig or something like that. He was crossing the street. Somehow a car didn't see him. And then, boom, gone. Um, man, that's horrible. Um, if you don't know Bernard, you know his godmother, who also had a nice tribute to him on her um, IG page, the incomparable Roberta Flack. Um as you can imagine, she's uh, uh, stunned by his loss also, you know, having known him so long. Um, but Bernard, as I said, you know, wasn't as well known as he should have been. And he's done other things that were even better than Who Do You Love? But, you know, now you, you won't get that, uh, get that chance. So definite RIPs to both of those legendary 80s stars we do have some birthdays today happy style birthday oh man one of the all-time greats ronald isley of the isley brothers um we still have an isley brothers today but remember when, when there were like six of them well initially there were the three singers ronald rudolph and the late o'kelly isley back in like my mom's day in the 50s and the early 60s and 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 and, and all of that but i when i was coming along they brought um their younger brother in ernie one of the, still one of the greatest guitarists i've ever heard on those great 70s records of theirs fight the power uh voyage to atlantis and all those great ones and um, baby brother Marvin Isley, the late great Marvin Isley on bass, 
as a bass player, I would know that. And then there, um, what? I never found out who Chris was to them. He was either a brother-in-law or a cousin. I want to say a cousin. Chris Jasper um, would also join them in the 70s for all those great records that I just mentioned and more, and uh, in the 80s as well. Uh, Chris uh, still does his own solo work. Uh, we lost Marvin a few years ago. Um, Kelly, I remember when he died in 86. Um, Ronald and Ernie still make up what's left, basically, of the Isley brothers. And I'm missing one of them. Rudolph, who I don't know why I still keep thinking is dead, but he's still around. He's still with us, just like retired from the business. And he's kind of been there, done that, and uh, bought the shirt, gave it away. So now he's just enjoying a retired life now. But Ronald and Ernie still keep the Asley brothers going, which is uh, awesome. Um, I, I guess someone has to, right? It might as well be them. Also, happy birthday to Bill Champlin. Many of us know Bill in his, um, even before he had joined Chicago, he had formed his own group about the time that Chicago came around called the Sons of Champlin, whom I think he still heads up uh, periodically. Um, also has done his own uh, solo records. Um, was in Chicago for a long, long time. Also known for writing uh, some great R&B songs, and most of them he's won Grammys for. Um, Turn Your Love Around for George Benson. I had George Benson on the brain the other day, too. Um, after the Love is Gone by Earth, Wind, and Fire. I know he got a Grammy for that. And big hits, too. Uh, Champlin, no longer in Chicago, and hasn't been for over 10 years, I believe. But um, he's still doing those songs uh, that uh, helped put him on. Well, no, no, he was already on the map. He just got a little bit bigger when he uh, joined them. Um, one more birthday to mention here, and as I said, we have another one that we'll mention in the top ten when we get to that. Um, longtime petty uh, drummer Stan Lynch. Well, let me, let me clarify that. Tom Petty drummer. He's, Stan wasn't a petty drummer. He was Tom Petty's drummer um, in the Heartbreakers. Uh, did a lot of backing vocals. Uh, on uh, many of those hit records, uh, Refugee, uh, Don't Do Me Like That, You Got Lucky, you know, all, all those great ones there. Yeah, that's Stan on drums and on backing vocals. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. Left the band um, late mid-late 90s, I believe, and the great Steve Ferrone from uh, Clapton's band, from the Average White Band, thank you very much, um, would uh, take his place up until the time uh, we lost Petty. Great drummer and um, singer, Stan Lynch. All right. This week in 77, as I promised you, two great country songs 
kick off the top 10. At number 10, Lucille and Kenny Rogers. Nine, a former number one, one of uh, one, two, three former number ones in this countdown alone. Um, and it's Southern Nights from Glenn Campbell. Eight is one of the three artists that I mentioned. Two number ones already in 77. Here's one of them, another former number one. And it's Hotel California. Yes, sir. The Eagles. Um, the Eagles were just in uh, Austin, I want to say, uh, the other night. Um, somebody has a IG uh, page for them also. I don't believe the Eagles themselves run it. I think they pay somebody to, to handle that. And, uh, you know, they had, uh, you know, uh, little segments of a couple of songs. And, uh, yes, they do still sound good. But still, for some reason... No Glenn, as far as I'm concerned, and a few others. No Glenn Fry, no Eagles. Now there's no Deacon Fry, Glenn's son, in the band anymore either. Um, I think we had talked about that already. Uh, so uh, the Eagles progress on. And here they are with uh, Hotel California at number eight. Number seven on, their, on his way to number one, rather, from the first Rocky, it's going to fly now. Six is also on their way to number one, and it's Dreams by Fleetwood Mac from the number one album in the the country. I'm sure you already know it. Rumors. Yes, sirree. Five, also on his way to number one, Mr. Marvin. And got to give it up. Just happens to be the number one disco song. And I want to say Marvin's last number one pop. Uh, People think of sexual healing. I think it only got to number three. It was a number one soul, definitely, but it hit number three here. So Got to Give It Up is his last number one pop. And it's perfect. If you have have a last one, it might as well be this one. Got to Give It Up. I might have to play that here now that uh, I heard it and thinking about it. Four, um, I think they're on their way to number one. No, um, I'm not sure how high I'm your boogeyman got. Um, it hit one or two. I want to say two. But from Hialeah, Florida, it's Casey and the Sunshine Band. Three are the Climax Blues Band and couldn't get it right at its peak position. And now the top two. Two. Just happens to be last week's number one, Birthday Boy, Leo Sayer, and When I Need You. And knocking Sayer off at the top is Stevie, which you know makes me happy. He's singing about uh, Basie Miller, Satchamo, and the king of them all, Sir Duke. And with a voice like Miss Ella's ringing out. You know there's no way the band can lose. Whee! <laughs> Couldn't help it there. Sorry about that. Stevie. Um, Sayer, as I mentioned, um, in addition to his birthday, hit, tw- hit number one twice in 77. Um, 
the Eagles. Oh, that's how I forgot to mention. Uh, New Kid in Town and Hotel California by uh, the Eagles were number one in 77. Sayer did it with You Make Me Feel Like Dancing and When I Need You. And Stevie. Uh-oh. What was it? Oh, uh, I Wish. And then Sir Duke. At the top already in 77 for Stevie as well. Including uh, this week in 77, number one. Um, once again, in doing research, I really couldn't find anything here that you wouldn't have already known as far as the song. Um, I did find out one thing. I've mentioned, I think I've mentioned before that Michael Cimbello, the uh, maniac from Flashdance Guy, the song Maniac, rather, from the Flashdance soundtrack, um, is um, the guitar player on Sir Duke. Uh, Cimbello had done a lot of uh, Stevie's uh, projects with him in 77. I believe Cimbello is a Detroit native, um, as well as uh, Stevie. Well, Stevie was more from Saginaw, Michigan, I believe, and Cimbello was from Detroit. And Cimbello, his name is all over the Songs in the Key of Life album, uh, including this one. Great, great songs, Sir Duke. Still waiting for a new Stevie record, if we'll ever even get another one. Not that we need to necessarily. What he's already done is perfect enough. But it would be cool for him to put another one out just to say that he could. Lord knows he doesn't need any more top ten records or smash albums. Definitely doesn't need the money. But um, it would be nice to see what he could come up with in uh, 2022. Uh, Last I heard... There were supposed to be two Stevie albums out. One was supposed to be a gospel album, and one was supposed to be a David Foster-produced album. I'm really more curious about a Foster album with Stevie than I am a gospel album by Stevie. A gospel album I could see, and I could see it doing very well. But Stevie and Foster together... To say the least, that would be interesting. So, I hear anything about it, we'll we'll let you know. Alright guys, that's all for this week in 77 that I can uh, think of right now. Uh, We'll be back to you tomorrow with the 80s countdown, of course. As always, if you have any requests or anything like that, get a hold of me. Uh, we got our group page there, E-Style Classic Countdown on Facebook. And um, you can always leave me messages um, if there's anything you can think of, any requests. Just bring them on, and we'll take care of them. All right, guys, that's all for this week in 77. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you tomorrow. Until tomorrow. Of course, as always, Notorious Biggie Style telling you to put your hair up and square up. All right, till tomorrow.